Welcome to See You on the Other Side, where the world of the mysterious collides with the world of entertainment. A discussion of art, music, movies, spirituality, the weird, and self-discovery. And now, your hosts, musicians and entertainers who have their own weakness for the weird, Mike and Wendy from the band Sunspot. So many cool events in October, and we have one coming up this weekend. That's right. If you guys are going to the Chicago Hauntings, the paranormal convention Ghost Con, uh, that's going down in the Chicagoland area this weekend, that's October 7th and 8th, make sure you come down and say hi. Uh, I'm going to be there. Wendy's going to be there. Uh, all, like all of the See You on the Other Side yeah. cast and crew. Allison will be there. Be there. Yeah, Allison and Scott and Lisa, we're all going to be down there having fun. And so come visit. We're going to have our own booth at the Chicago Paranormal Convention. Come and get a free button. Come and get a button from us. And also come to the VIP party on Saturday night. It's going to be a costume ball. It's, It's... it's vampires, right? Is vampires is a thing? I think it's, yeah, vampires and maybe your favorite dead person or something. Yeah. Anyway. But just come, come in a costume. Dead person, but come in a costume. I don't, I don't care if it's a Super Mario mask. I don't care if it's a <laughs> William Shatner mask. Just come in a costume. <laughs> come down. Let's hang out at the Chicago Paranormal Convention. We're going to play some music for you, and then we'll be hanging out and uh, just, in general, making fools of ourselves all weekend long. Yep. Well, how about that record-setting event on Saturday, Wendy? Oh, my goodness. National Ghost Hunting Day. Yeah. You guys, if you guys didn't realize this, September 30th this year was National Ghost Hunting Day. And you know what, Mike? What? Not only was it National Ghost Hunting Day, but it was also National Podcasting Day. It was National Podcasting Day. How so, funny that they aligned like that. So by being part of a ghost hunt on National Ghost Hunt Day and doing part of a podcast on National Podcasting Day means that we here know how to celebrate our calendar holidays like nobody <laughs> else. Hey, when you have the chance to celebrate, you might as well. That's right. So basically we're talking about uh, this event that happened on Saturday night, September 30th, uh, called the World's Largest Ghost Hunt. And they have a website, nationalghosthuntingday.com. And on that site, you can look at a map and see all the different sites that participated in this. Yes. And there were tons of old spooky places all over Earth. Right. Like that, 80, 89. <laughs> we were in Baraboo, Wisconsin, at the old Baraboo Inn. And we'll yes. be talking more. We've been there before. But there were 89 different places besides the old Baraboo Inn across the world uh, that had participated in this national ghost hunt. Oh, I guess the international ghost hunt, when I say across the world. I'm yeah, not, worldwide, but, baby. But we are the world. We are the children. Yes. I always think, whenever I hear about this, I think about that like Bob Dylan. Because like, cause like oh. Lionel, Lionel Rich is like, you know, he's like real soulful and stuff. And uh, even Dan Aykroyd, like, Dan Aykroyd sings that we are the oh world. Oh my gosh. Background. Like Michael Jackson's like doing his whoo. You know this, and uh, then Cindy Lauper comes in with the wow, wow, wow. Let us realize, right? And, then, right, and Bob Dylan's like, "It's true, make a better day, just you, me." Oh man! Like you have all these so world, awesome world class singers, and then Bob Dylan shows up, "You, me." Like, he did his thing. He did no, as only he can. He really did his thing, and you know, in production, because I guess the story behind "We Are the World" is like it was all after the Grammys because they could have all these people in one place. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. So that's where you could get all the stars in one place. Yeah. So after the Grammy Awards, which 
in California, the Grammy Awards are, are earlier. Like here, you know, with, with, oh. oh, they're not over till 11. Well, there it's already over by like nine o'clock because they're on Pacific time. I was wondering if like everybody's schnockered for the thing because <laughs> well, I'm sure a bunch of the people are, like if you had Slash or whatever in one of those, like if they had a new oh one with gosh. Slash, it'd be like, yeah. I guess Slash is sober now, so I don't mean to in- insult his sobriety. But anyway. but the video, I yeah. just think of all of them with their headphones on, like swaying around back and forth and feeling the love. Right, everybody together. Anyway, we are the okay. W- so um, the OB, <laughs> the OBI, the old Baraboo, that's where we were located for the world's yes. largest ghost hunt. Yes, it took place at 9 p.m. Central Time, and there was a two-hour event. And the idea was to get all the groups around the world doing the same type of thing like everybody you know if you got tens of thousands of people on the same wavelength man like (laughs) would that i mean would that affect it would it make it easier if you had all these mediums you know calling out to the beyond at the same time would we get a bigger response and i'm just looking over the places like in the u.s well in wisconsin alone um, there's a place called the Berlin Tannery that was doing it in Berlin, Wisconsin. I, I have to say I've never heard of the Berlin Tannery or even Berlin, Wisconsin. No, but I think we should check it out because it looks like a super spooky place. <laughs> it's got a website, so I don't know if it's a bar yeah. or something like that. If it does look like, like this is the last place where you'll ever <laughs> see entertainment. It actually <laughs> says it's your place for family fun and entertainment in Berlin, Wisconsin. Obviously, it says they have, they have gruesome Halloween haunted houses there. Oh, really? So yeah. it's more of a uh, like an attraction. Yeah, I think so. But you can also have events at the Berlin Tannery. But like, if you look at the mm. picture of the Berlin Tannery and they say it's a gruesome haunted house. It looks you'd old. Like, you'd be like, yeah, that seems pretty gruesome. Uh, and then also a place called Summerwind. This, the ruins of the Summerwind Mansion in Land of Lakes, Wisconsin. So that's all like Bayview. That's all the way up on the other side of the planet. It's where all the butter is. <laughs> And land a or I'm sorry, margarine spread. Right. Spread with sweet cream. <laughs> so this event, and lucky for us, the old Baraboo Inn is not far from us at all. It's about 45 minutes from Madison where pretty we're located. Close. And we've been there before, and it's, it's got a pretty neat history being located right across, I guess, Kitty Corner from where the main train depot was in Baraboo, Wisconsin. So, now, And if you guys don't know anything about Baraboo, Wisconsin, that's perfectly okay because not a lot of people do. Um, it, I mean, it's a small town. Uh, it's, you know, it's like the south, more of the, like the south central part of the state. And the thing about Baraboo that made it famous is that it was the home of the Ringling Brothers. And there still is the Al Ringling Mansion, the Al Ringling Theater. They both have haunted stories at them. Uh, the Ringling Brothers had their circus there. And so the, the Circus World Museum is there. Circuses are Baraboo's thing. Like there's a little, like there's an elephant statue and stuff. And, yep. and Baraboo's fun. I've been on the ghost tour there and it's, it's all right. But it's a circus-themed town, the big museum, and like that's what it's famous for. And so we've talked about the Great Circus Parade before. Yes, we have. And so the idea of the Great Circus Parade, <laughs> the Great Circus Train, starts in Baraboo, where the train station, I mean, and then comes to Milwaukee to have the parade. Right. So, so it went right past the old Baraboo Inn. <laughs> right. Well, well, the thing is, is that, you know, when we talk, like, Baraboo used to have a big industry, like circuses... I mean, I think even the Ringling Brothers, I think it closed down now, like just this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's not exactly in fashion anymore. Right. So uh, so a lot of the circuses have closed down. And so it's not the big business it was. But so Baraboo, Wisconsin is a small town today, but it used to have a ton of industry. And that industry was based around the circus. So tr- when you say the trains came in and people came in, it was often 
unusual people that would come to Bearville, Wisconsin, because it's the kind of people that ran away and joined the circus. Right. And there's more background on the old Baraboo Inn and its history, which is really interesting, in our episode 89, the episode Cowboys and Cowgirls Live from the Haunted Old Baraboo Inn. Not, and cow- wanna- not cowgirls, call girls. Call girls. <laughs> Very different uh, than cowgirls. Yes, yes. But no. you can find that at othersidepodcast.com slash 89. So that was the location where we were, but there's all these other locations all around the world. And one of them, also not too far from here, in Chicago... The Great Escape in Schiller Park. And we will be there this weekend, actually, for the Chicago Hauntings Paranormal Convention. Mike, we're going to play some songs. That's right. We're going to play some haunted music for the fine people of the Chicago. We're going to be yeah. entertaining them at The Great Escape. And I'm hoping to have a couple of experiences of my own when we Me get too. to The Great Escape. And I want to ask them about their ghost hunting day experience, Absolutely. too, because I'm, I'm really curious about how it went at the other locations well, in comparison to ours. Let's tell everybody a little bit about, I mean, about what we did. So we get there yeah. and number one, everybody's got T-shirts. Matching so that's, T-shirts. That's so matching cute. T-shirts. So when you say on the same wavelength, it is everybody wearing the ghost hunting uniform. A unified front, literally. <laughs> and we were in what was called the metaphysical command center. Yes. And there was different command centers. There's one command center in New Orleans. I think there was Le Command Center. They called it the little, little French honorary there. Um, nice. And then there was a couple of different command centers. We were in the metaphysical command center, and that's because the psychic medium who was uh, most instrumental in putting this together, his name is Scotty Rorick. And we talked to Scotty for a long time while we were there. And he was helping lead the world's largest ghost hunt. And so that's why the metaphysical command center, uh, with I guess the leading leading the thoughts and the and the of the mediums, yeah, was from Baraboo. And he kind of kicked off the event. You know, they they gave us a sort of a here's what to expect. Yeah. And he started it off with a meditation that everybody did to sort of open us up and to I guess you want you would call it like almost a protection kind of thing. Yeah, I think that was mostly that it was mostly a protection kind of thing because the whole idea behind it was that. Uh, you know, you imagined yourself in the shower. And of course, I wasn't imagining myself in the shower. I was imagining everybody else in the shower. Who was <laughs> thing. And so uh. you, the idea was you imagine yourself in the shower and then you, you know how the water comes around you in the shower. So the idea was then you see white light. That's the white light. It's the protection from God. And that's the whole idea. Because, you know, people do freak out about that kind of stuff. And I'll tell you, I freaked out even a little bit on the way home. Uh-oh. Yeah, we'll get to that. We, okay. will, we will get to that. Let's, yes, we need to keep the chronology here straight. But that was the first thing. So it really was like a protection prayer kind of meditation. And uh, it wasn't too religious, so it didn't put anybody off. It didn't, it didn't say a specific guy. It didn't say like Zeus, like this is the white light of Zeus coming down. It really reminded me of the mindfulness meditation that I do. Yeah. Like just focusing on the breathing and then kind of the visual of the nice warming light surrounding you and that kind of thing. So yeah. Wendy lives in a haunted house, so she has to do a protection meditation every morning. <laughs> Upon waking, she has to protect herself. I do. So, no. But that's how it kicked off. And that was kind of cool, I thought. Like that wasn't too, you know, sometimes when people say, you know, say things like that, I get a little like, oh, geez, like oogity boogity. <laughs> but it was pretty straightforward. Yeah. No, I liked it because I actually hadn't had time to meditate that day so i got to check off that habit on my habit tracker (laughs) even though i didn't do it in the morning so good good and i felt nice and relaxed i wasn't scared yeah and and so that was a little thing it's like the idea was that you know none of these things can hurt you and it you know you really don't hear about ghosts killing people too many times 
You know, like that's the thing. Like nobody's right. like, I went ghost hunting and a ghost shot me. Well, no, but they're more worried about like they, they're supposedly opening, you know, this bridge between. Yes, between two <laughs> worlds. And they don't want something nasty coming in from the other side and being like, hey, I'm going to go home with Mike tonight. Yeah. I'm just going to tag along in the Sunspot van. Come on in the van. That's cool. And then they split us up into three groups in different areas of the OBI, the old bear buoy. Yes. So there was one group in the bar, one group in like the pool room, and then one group, there's apartments upstairs. And I'm not even sure if people, I don't think people live upstairs, do they? I don't think so. It doesn't appear that way. Well, the apartments upstairs, that's where the old brothel used to be. That's what they say the old brothel used to be. So that's where the sexing took place. Ooh. Well, and that's funny. Okay, so let's start it out. So I don't know how you guys started out when you actually did the investigation. So once we do the protection spell, everybody goes into their areas. We split up like Scooby-Doo. And we split up because we wanted to see if we had different experiences in different groups. So Well, with people we could trust, too. Because if you talk to somebody from a different group, you're like, yeah, did you really see anything? They're like, oh, yeah. And you just want to make sure that you could verify that with a a (laughs) a, a known quantity. (laughs) Right. In mine, it started out is we started out doing an EVP session. Okay. And the EVP session was actually with a voice-activated recorder. And, you know, I wasn't sure, you know, how to do that because, well, I always thought the idea of EVP, electronic voice phenomenon. So if you guys aren't familiar with it, that's where you take some kind of recorder. And they used to do it with microphones and reel-to-reel, and now everybody's just digital because nobody wants to carry on tape. This is not the 1980s, friends. But... Because they want to use, uh, you know, the digital stuff, you, a lot of times you get a voice-activated recorder. So that means that there's, when the microphone detects some kind of thing, it'll start the recording automatically. And as opposed to a tape, you know, it records instantly because the digital is just an on and off switch. There's no, um, you know, you don't have to wait at all for the, th- for the recording to start. And so you ask a question and then you hope that's something, an answer that you might not have heard out in the air will appear on the recording. Something you might not have heard in real time in response, but then when you listen back to the recording, something's there. So the idea is you ask, like, that spirits may not be able to talk so we can hear them audibly, but somehow they can affect electronics with maybe their voice or some kind of noise. Or energy. Yeah, so that's when we started, and they started to ask questions around the bar. And I had, you know, this for me, obviously, is a great sacrifice. I did not drink at all that day on Saturday. Because yeah, no, we, none of us did. Wanted to make sure that anything I saw was not tainted by boozing. Yeah. And, and obviously, I'm not opposed to having a, a couple of spirits. But I, I, for things like this, you just want to make sure that whatever you see, like you can't just say like, well, I did have six shots of whiskey. So that <laughs> may have something to do with the fact uh, that I saw like a blurry yeah. shadow in the back. <laughs> or, I, or I saw Wendy's doppelganger. I looked over and I saw right, her. Right, right. To you. I thought uh, she was upstairs. <laughs> so, so you do that. So you ask the stuff around. Now, Wendy, so is that how you, you guys started with the EVP session? Yeah, ours did. And uh, just going along with the the National Ghost Hunting Day, there was like a script for the first couple minutes where they actually asked questions that apparently were being asked at all the other locations as well. I don't know if yours started out that way. No. No? Yeah. So oh, I guess well, okay. you might have been the group doing the you know the national thing. But yeah, at maybe. Our, at our location, we just started talking and started get, trying to get EVPs. Okay. I Did you get any? Well, we had a medium with us. One was a medium. And I guess the idea, too, was that she wasn't going to reveal too much of the she was getting. So it wouldn't. Okay. It, it wouldn't influence. interfere. Right. It yeah. wouldn't influence. And the idea is, 
is that they wanted to see if they could get repeatable stuff across the world. Right. They had a, a portion where they asked if anybody had a word come to mind and they were trying to see if the word that they were yeah. focusing on would come across to, you know, majority of the people. And they kept on trying to get the secret word out of that, you know, you ask the EVP. The like, EVP. Hey, yeah. what's secret? You know, what's the word of the day? It's like Pee Wee's Playhouse. Basically, <laughs> we were in a live worldwide version of Pee Wee's Playhouse and I was Cowboy Carl. So, but... All right, so we're at people's playoffs. No, but the thing is, people were asking questions, and I thought they were asking questions that were a little too open-ended. I was wondering about that, too, because one of the questions from the, I think it was from the national thing, was like, how do you experience time? And I thought, gosh, that would be a tough question for even a, like a living human to answer. <laughs> right, how do, you, how do you experience time? Slowly. And we, or, you know, right, and we have ways of communicating with each other, whereas like, if it's a ghost... And they're working with limited resources as far as communications go. And then to try to answer a complex question like that. Right. I thought the same thing, Mike. And also people were asking questions, though, where it'd be too obviously. And, and here's something they'd be like, how many spirits are here? Okay. And so, but, but I'm with you, too. Like, how do you experience time? Like, who, who are you trying to talk to? Einstein on the other right. side? It's like, oh, yeah, no. If we, <laughs> um, we have Dr. Niles Bohr or whatever. No, like... <laughs> The idea is that people think the spirits of the old baraboo are like cowboys and prostitutes and stuff. And so, like one guy's like, "Did you drink whiskey here? Did you have sex here?" Like <laughs> asking all these <laughs> questions. And I'm like, "Would you just go up to somebody you see at the bar? Yeah, you know, somebody you just and meet, ask them. Be like, that would be rude. Hey, did you ever get your swerve on in this bar? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> right here. You ever get? Hey, honey, yeah. you ever get paid for it? Huh?" Like, so the kind of questions people are asking, I was like, oh, did you ask any? Oh, I asked a bunch. I was trying to ask cool. questions that if we heard a correct answer in the EVP, it would blow our minds. So like, what color t-shirts are we wearing? Oh, so if it, if, okay. if, if the EVP came back red, well, there's no mistake. If it, you know, if it came back with the yeah. color, it's just, you can't get that, you know, cause with EVP, you might get something like, and somebody's like, that person just said my name. And I'm like, I didn't know your name was him, him. And, and so that's the thing. So that's what I was trying to get. I was like, okay, yeah. what, what day is it? Who is the president? You know, uh, little questions like that where, like, if you said, who is the president, and the thing just goes, Trump, then you'd be like, holy crap. Like, Or, or even if it said, like, Truman or right, whatever, what I, like someone else. That's what I wanted. I wanted to be like, William Henry Harrison. <laughs> Why does it sound like a robot? I don't know because that's well. I'm thinking electronic voice phenomenon. You know. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, I get it. So we ask all these questions, but it was the thing was it's a voice activated recorder. So when you go listen back, you only listen to the things that were recorded, and we didn't get anything. Oh. Did you get anything on your side? Well, ours. Um, they were actually they would ask the quest a few questions, and then allow space for answers and then play it back immediately to see if they could hear anything but you had the space in there though yeah oh yeah they weren't using a voice activated okay like method or whatever but the guy who was leading our group rocky and uh kathy they're they're experienced at the obi they've done a bunch of investigations there and they, i thought they did a really good job of asking questions leaving time and then you know going back fairly frequently to check and see if there was any response uh, there weren't any words that we heard there, like live. Yeah, exactly. But there were a couple times where you might have heard something that sounded kind of like a sigh almost or something like that. So <sighs> <laughs> more like a, <sighs> but 
That was me in the other room. But it's hard to say, though, because there were so many people in the room. Right. The other idea was that whenever you would make a sound, like if you gassed, you'd say like, oops, I tooted. Oh, yeah. Or if your stomach. Stomach's growling. Yeah. You'd be like, that. Was, you know, you'd say, my stomach. You know, so you'd say that. Yeah. So that would kind of let people know that there was a sound made. Um, my that, stomach growled a couple times and I didn't say anything. You didn't do, oh my God. There's gonna be I was embarrassed. This, there's going to be all this evidence and it's going to be. They're going to be like, there was a demonic growl in the background. I'll be like, I just, I didn't eat dinner. This is what we found at the old Baraboo Inn. And they we like, we, we can't believe the evil spirit that's there. And, and you're like, oh, <laughs> you're like, that evil spirit's just my large intestine. Right. And I was hungry because I came there straight from the Illinois Paranormal Conference. Ah, right. So you didn't have which, a chance to eat. Yeah, but, uh, which I should have mentioned sooner but allison our co-host yeah was there and gave an awesome presentation and our friend lisa yeah Lisa uh, Van Busker the, from madison ghost walks yes yes she gave a really great presentation about madison hauntings and scott marcus our what's your ghost story.com mm-hmm. friend talked about a variety of different locations and things so that was fun but i was really hungry and my stomach was growling and like I heard other people's stomachs growling and no, like Nobody people weren't fessing up. So, well, I couldn't hear anything in the room with other stomachs growling. But you'd hear like the fridge turn on sometimes because they couldn't. Oh, the, sure. The, the beer can't get warm or whatever for the whole thing. And nobody was drinking on the, in the which was good because I was glad. And I'm yeah. always one for like bottoms up or whatever. But nobody was drinking. It uh, did so. feel strange being in a bar with that many people and no one drinking anything. But yeah. it was. And I'm it was glad that it was that way. Good for the investigation. Yeah. Uh, so so. We moved on to this area near the bathroom where they say they've got a lot of activity. So we go by the bathroom and I'm like, I got like my back against the uh, the bathroom door. Okay. And the ladies room? The ladies room. Yeah. And so we're right by the ladies room. We're not in the ladies room, but we're in the corner and I started asking some questions. And that was the first actual EVP we got. Awesome. What was it? Well, they said, what's your name? And it, it, everybody heard an answer, Andrew. But you could also hear a little bit of the people talking from your group. Okay. So to me, I was like, okay, well, that could have been, you know, like something like that. It could have uh, been just somebody talking loudly to the ghost yeah. in your group. So then, then one of the uh, ladies who we talked to later, and we'll get a quote from her in a few minutes as we go over the interviews of the people we, we talked to at the OBI and the world's largest yeah. ghost hunt. She's like, oh, she's like, go like this, like, ow. And I'm like, what happened? And she's like, something stepped on my foot. And then we say, are you, you know, did you step on her foot? And there was like a like thing that came back. That's cool. So that, Wait, was that EVPs or was that using that FM? That was EVP thing. Okay. So that was when you said, did you step on her foot? And it went like, like that's that pretty cool. Thing. Sure. So there was something we got when we asked a question. I was wondering because when we transitioned at the one hour marker, I passed Mike in the hallway and he's like, check out that hallway by the bathroom. So I was curious what had happened there. Yeah, and I hadn't heard it. That is, now, that's so. what happened. But we actually wasn't EVP. So I thought you may have a better luck getting EVPs from the bathroom. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Well, the other thing that happened upstairs was when we were in one of the rooms, I was sitting next to a woman and uh, she felt like something was on her face, like spider webs. Like I kept mm. I kept seeing her kind of like brushing her face and she looked kind of bothered. <laughs> There's spider webs on my so, face. Yeah, I don't know. That was interesting. Because there weren't spider webs there, so okay <laughs> for context. But um, but then we went downstairs, and then I think we switched with your group, and you guys went upstairs for right hour two. So, and uh, did you see anything upstairs? Well, let me tell you. So okay, we we get upstairs, 
And Shelly, who is one of the you know, people from the old Bear Boo Inn, she's like, hey, we're trying to do some Facebook Live, and could you help out with some Facebook Live stuff? And I'm like, well, sure. But they told us not to bring any cell phones. So my cell phone was not inside. My cell phone was in right. the van, the Sunspot van. So yeah. it was all the way outside. And But they were live casting. They were, they, they were live streaming the whole thing on like nationalghosthuntingday.com kind of thing. Yeah. So there was a live stream going on that Scotty Rourke, who is in the Metaphysical Command Center, he was like hosting the live stream. Right. And so we, we go upstairs and one of the guys who's working on the technology gives me a tablet to be able to live stream from the old Bear Buin. Cool. And I'm like, all right. So I grab it and I, you know, I, I tag me and Wendy and stuff in the thing. And it's turned on the live stream and it's really dark. And the tablet is, uh, I mean, it's a new like Note 8 or whatever. I'm, I, I'm not too familiar with the Note series, but it's, a, <laughs> it's not an old, it's not like, a, you know, a, a, yeah. ten, a 10 year old. It's a modern device. Right. And so I'm using the tablet and it's really dark, but I, you know, I, I go to the, diff- I try to get some kind of thing and they start using, not an ovulus, an ovulus is the thing that comes up with random words. They use the device that cycles through the radio stations, mm-hmm. like an S, like the SV8 or SV7 or something. And oh, it yeah. cycles through the radio stations and then it stops every once in a while. And the idea is that the spirit can influence where it stops to get words out. So like it'll take chunks of a song or, or like a person talking and stop there so that you can hear a certain yeah portion of it. Yeah, it's like reading between the lines, kind of thing. <laughs> okay. Like speaking between the stations. Yeah. And saying that you know sometimes whole sentences will come out and things. I'm like, oh, that's cool. But anyway, like not much is coming out, and you know I'm taking the live stream, and this maybe I'm maybe doing it for like two or three minutes, and then all of a sudden, um, the tablet shuts off. Just shuts off. Doesn't restart. Doesn't just close out of Facebook. Does it just shuts off? I'm like oh, that's weird. Somebody didn't want you to be broadcasting. Like I don't that. think they did because I tried to turn it back on and then that wasn't working. Like it, it would weird. restart. It restarts so the battery was completely gone. But and it didn't give you a warning, like bat, low battery warning or anything. No low uh. battery warning. Nothing in the corner. Like there was no little red battery in the corner. It just was completely shut off. And I'm like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. And then it's funny. Because I just put it down and we're still doing the, the SV8. And everybody's going around asking questions. And I say something like, which I thought was an honest question. What do you do all day? You know, asking a ghost, hey, if you're a ghost, like you're hanging around in a place you used to live in. Like, what do you do all day? Spying on people. Right. You're just, you're just a creeper. <laughs> and um, so the, it's, the, it's the medium, Andrea, who's holding this the, uh, the device. And... It stops and the kind of thing, it's kind of something the thing says, the F word, you know, like says, and she's like, oh, that just said the F word. And then thir- three seconds later, it's like, you? So they're like, <laughs> it just, it just said. They were not amused by your question. No. And that's what it's like, that, that the ghost just told me to F you. Wow. And I'm Mike. Like, All right. Like, okay, then I'll hold on. She's like, well, play nice. Oh, gosh. And I'm like, okay. So then I go downstairs. To tell Shelly that, because I didn't want her to think I was laying down on the job. Yeah, of course. She asked you to broadcast and you're not broadcasting. Like. Right. Or I just, you know, when somebody asks me to do something, I try to do it if I say I'm going to help. Right. And I'm like, hey, I, I apologize, but the tablet just ran out of juice. I couldn't restart it. I'm not an Android expert, but I'm fairly uh, well-versed <laughs> in enough technology to know how to restart something. Right. And so it did try to restart. It just 
kept on saying there was a battery warning after I tried to restart it. It would never actually even launch into Android. It just made it to like the Verizon loading screen and then huh. went back out. I tried it three times. Wow. Okay. So, so you had the vortex. Yeah. And so that's when I came downstairs to talk to you guys. Yeah. And, and give it this, you know, tell Shelly that I'm sorry I wasn't live streaming that, you know, it ran yeah. out of juice. And I'm like, how, you know, how crazy is that? That it ran out of battery. And uh, then I'm down there for a couple minutes. And I thought this was interesting. The idea that there's all these deer heads on the wall, right? And oh, yeah. Yeah. There's t- like, like, like every three There's like feet. a herd of deer. Right. <laughs> in there. It's not just Bambi's mother. It's the whole family are there. Yes. Yeah. And all, you know, all these trophies, all these deer head trophies. <laughs> and so I, uh, you know, I, I said to the, you know, when you guys were doing the, was it an EVP or was it an actual, was it the, you guys doing the radio station thing too, right? At that point we were, yeah. And, you know, I asked that, I was like, hey, are, are you scared because we're using the term hunt and hunt usually means to kill things? Like, actually, since I was there, I can, I can quote what you said. What did I say? You said, given all the deer heads on the walls, do you find it off-putting that we're calling this a ghost hunt? Oh, I said off-putting. I forgot I said that. Yes. <laughs> and I don't think it responded. It didn't say anything. No. But that did, get me, funny, to, but that I... did get me to thinking, though, that really, like, that is, like you say, a hunt for something. Like, we're hunting that is kind of like, well, we're going to get a ghost and trap it like the Ghostbusters. No, it's not. We're just I looking know. for signs. I but, know. But um, when we came downstairs, that's when things got really exciting for our group. Yeah. At least I thought. Well, because, okay, well, first of all, they had another series of questions that was like per script that they began with doing the EVPs. Mm-hmm. And while they were doing that, after one of the questions, there was like a sound from the other side of the room and it, there were a bunch of posters on the wall and one of them kind of fell off part way so i mean yeah that could have been a coincidence but it was still kind of spooky. i don't think it was a coincidence and, at all and then they had this thing called a rem pod that had different colored lights on it and mm-hmm. they started talking to what they thought was an entity in the room and they thought it was a child a okay. ghost of a child and so they said i'm gonna put this thing over here and if you want to come over near it you can make the different colors light up yeah. and then the colors lit up like and then it's, it just did it, you know, for a short amount of time. And then they said, you know, Rocky said, can you do that again? Can you come back over here and do that again? And then just shortly thereafter, the again. light went on again. And it did it like several times. So that that was pretty cool. That, that was cool. fun. And then um, while we were sitting there and they were asking questions and it was pretty, I mean, it was like you said, you could hear the compressor and the ice machine and stuff like that. But uh mostly pretty quiet and i swear during one of the silences i could hear like piano music off in the background oh like, you heard that like old timey like yeah, like saloon <laughs> player <laughs> piano <laughs> kind of stuff <laughs> i mean i hesitate to even admit that because you know yeah it could have been my imagination or any number of things like the hearing damage i've experienced from being in a rock band for right. 20 years <laughs> but i swear i heard it and i was like i kind of looked off because it sounded like it was several rooms away like not even close, you know, it didn't sound like a radio playing. It just sounded like an actual piano. So, so that's I was like, heard. well, hey, maybe I'm tuning into something, you know, right. some kind of a, a remnant from back when. But that was one of the cooler things. And then finally, we wandered back to the storied bathroom area that you were talking about. Yes. And they had a group of us ladies go into the ladies room. And then everybody else sat outside the door and asked questions. And while we were in there, one of the ladies 
had a zippered hoodie on and she felt the zipper get tugged several times. Oh. And she said that she could see her hoodie like slightly bunch up a little bit as if it were like an invisible hand touching her. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. I was in there when that happened. I didn't actually see anything myself, but I saw her reaction and she was definitely convinced. That somebody zipped in her hoodie. Yes. And then they had someone with an SLS. Do you know what that is? Yeah, the SLS camera is, that's something where it shows like stick figures. Yeah, it picks up anomalies. Uh, I guess it's a, a structured light sensor, but it picks up anomalies somehow in the uh, scene. And then it, it tries to like piece together the anomalies into like a stick figure of what may be a ghost or something. So they had that pointing in there and they said they could see one of those like dancing around. Okay. And so they had another of the ladies, they said, oh, can you put your hand out? And they asked the ghost to, can you touch her hand? And then they saw the stick figure slap five, basically. Oh, well, that's cool. <laughs> so I, I didn't get to see that because I was in there, so I didn't have the view of the camera. But but yeah, it was fun. People were very excited about that. So oh, that is fun. When, when, I, when I went back upstairs a few minutes later, I come in and then the guy that's running it goes, hey, what, what's your name again? And I'm like, well, Mike. And everybody goes, oh. And I'm like, oh, what'd I do? <laughs> and They're coming for you. <laughs> right. And they said, no, that it's just when you were gone, the thing said Mike like three times. Oh, man. That's All okay. Right. That's a little spooky. And I'm like, why did you even tell me that? Like, right. like I don't want to hear about this. Like, I don't want it to know that it knows who I am. Oh, my gosh. Okay. But now we're, we're getting to the end of the night. Right. Are you ready to share your end of the night adventures yet? Or I mean, because after the thing, we had a little wrap up and then they had like a ghost spirit chamber thing experiment yeah so they had like a, a chamber the idea that they were going to try to like blow uh chlorine gas into it and maybe something would appear because it, it looked like the booth on those game shows where they put the dollars in and then like right. put a fan on and you, you have like 10 seconds to grab them. Them. Yeah. that's what it looked like but they had fog inside of it and then uh, they had some lights and things so i was thinking they were trying to See if the fog would, you know, move on its own without right. airflow through there or something. I don't know. Or that something would appear in it. And yeah. so the idea was like a, like a, I think a psychomantium or even that kind of like the mirror that they uh, use at the, at the paranormal, the Museum of the yeah. Traveling Paranormal Cult. They've got a mirror you look in. You're supposed to see weird things. But they did that. They had the chamber. And if you guys have seen the new Twin Peaks, you know exactly what the kind of chamber that they have in the new Twin Peaks <laughs> kind of was here. And, um, but nothing happened. Yeah, I, I kind of missed the experiment. It went really fast. And then it was our turn to play. Right. Then we, had to, then we had to work right away. We played some music. And then we enjoyed some spirits from behind the bar. Yeah. And we had a couple of beers. <laughs> the ghost hunt was over. But okay. So, so Wendy goes back with Scott and I go into the van, the Sunspot van alone. And it's three, maybe not three. It's about 2.30 in the morning when I get in the van. And I'd left my phone in there earlier. And... Um, my phone was about 25% charged when I turned it off. I turned it off and put it in the... Power off completely. Yes, I completely turned it off. And then so I turn it back on and it just won't turn on. Like and it, when it would turn on, it would turn it off enough to show that the battery's dead. And I'm like, huh, okay. You and those ghosts, man, and your electronics. I'm like, fine, the battery's dead. And then I'm like, I'm in Baraboo and I don't know my way around, but I know that if I can get to the freeway, I'm fine. And so I'm driving around. I eventually find a quick trip, but my, my phone will still not turn on. And I'm trying to turn it on the whole time. It's still saying there's no battery. 
I finally get to the quick trip, which we've a quick trip we've been to a bunch because it's on a route. It's <laughs> yeah. on a, and it's on a route if you take the west side of go from the west side of Madison to Minneapolis, you can take this way up. And I get to that quick trip and I'm like, well, I gotta buy a charger because I still got 45 minutes home. It's 2:30 in the morning. I don't want to get lost. I got stuff. Yeah, to do. Yeah, you need the GPS. Right. And so I go in, I buy an ungodly expensive charger. Oh, man. They got you with the convenience fee. Oh, but I'm like, hey, it's like, fine, I'll pay 25 bucks for 25 bucks for a charger. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Yeah. no that's they, terrible, they dude. They totally got me. But I... Wow. I, I come back to the car. I plug it in. I, I turn on the phone, and the phone has 25% power. So it has the exact same amount of power. What? That it had when I turned it off. Oh, and, that's weird. And like this was right when I plugged in the thing. So did the ghosts also drain the power from my battery? I don't know. That and the other thing was, so we, we got a, now we can get a new van. We got a new van to us in March before we went to South by Southwest this year. And yeah. did we get new tires on it? <laughs> yes, to the tune of a lot of gigs worth of money. Right. <laughs> The new tires, it's a 15-passenger van, so the tires are like monster truck tires. Giant. Anyway, so as soon as I get on the freeway, I get a message that one of the tires is flat in the readout. So you get oh, readout. and you don't want to see that on your way back. I'm from, like, like, oh, God, it is like, dark. it is 3.15 in the morning at this time. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, Christ, like one of the tires is flat. <laughs> no. And so I'm thinking I have to pull over. And I'm like, well, you know what, I'll just give it two minutes or I'll try to get to the next pull-off. Um. The tire uh, was not flat whatsoever. So, a false alarm. Somebody was somebody. You had a trickster. Was somebody messing with the electronics? The tire wasn't I flat at all. So, yeah, the it's, little uh, light, the little sensor light. Yeah, like the sensor comes on. It says the left rear tire, the tire closest to the OBI, mind you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. No, but I mean, I just, just a couple of weird things that happened that yeah. don't normally happen. I'm like, I run out of battery in my phone every day, right, or every other day. I know how it behaves. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that's kind of curious, isn't it? You know, I've t- I, I've turned it off to save battery a thousand times. Now, I could blame it on this new iOS 11. iOS 11 did come out last week, and I just changed it, you know. Yeah. So it might be the way the new iOS handles battery usage. But I guess we'll find out in time. Right. Just observe its behavior for the next few weeks so we can, you know, compare. Right. But don't take our word for it. Let's talk to some, <laughs> let's talk to some of the people that we met at the old Baraboo Inn. We are talking with B.C. Farr, who is the proprietor of the old Baraboo, and he's appeared on uh, See You on the Other Side before. Okay, so B.C., how many people do you think were here tonight? Oh, God, I'd say uh, 60 to 80 people. Okay, cool. And so is this the largest ghost hunt you have conducted here at the OBI? This is the largest ghost hunt we have conducted. Okay. And like, how, whose idea was this? Well, you know, we got approached by a lady named Maria to be involved in the, the largest ghost hunt in history in the world. And it was a hundred, supposedly a hundred places. And uh, there's only, at the time, there's only two in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And uh, we said, sure, you know, we'll do it. And then they were supposed to have the uh, command center on the Queen Mary on the ship. Okay. Which is docked, I believe, in somewhere in California. Yeah, but no, Wendy was just on the Queen Mary. No, so, was she really? Yeah, no, she's the captain. No, she yeah. was on the Queen, no, but she was on the Queen Mary. Her, <laughs> okay, well, know, you know where it's at, then I don't know where it's she's at. She's not but, the captain. It's on Long Beach, California. Okay. okay, anyways, that fell through anyways. The LBC. And then they asked us to be the Worldwide Command Center, which is just a, a truly an honor for us. That's awesome. Okay, so um, 
you know, did you experience or see anything tonight in particular? Oh, you bet. You bet. So what did you experience tonight? Uh, just shadow people and uh, voices, hearing voices, uh, and just overall stuff you see at OBI every day. Okay. Is there anything in particular today that you saw differently? Because there was an energy in the room with all these people having some kind of like, you know, they were, everybody it was Our meditating. meeting. You're talking about our meeting, Mike. Yeah, we had a meeting. Oh, my God. And we, I... a, we meditated and stuff, and we're going we're gonna to bug Scotty about that in a little bit. To talk about. But the thing is, we had this thing where we were trying to create an energy of all the people here and all the people around the world. Before we even got to create the energy of the people around the world, we had the energy of just our meeting, which was like 20 people or so. Okay. And, and there was... I was overwhelmed with energy myself. I stood behind the bar where the old uh, brothel stairs came down, and I just uh, could feel them all around me, especially coming behind me. Oh, wow. And, uh, and weren't you here for the meeting? I don't think you are here for the meeting, were you? Well, at the 7 o'clock meeting, I okay, was Okay, you weren't here for the early one. And, yeah. uh, um, and people started dropping like flies, just started immediately crying and falling, just feeling sick. And, and, I mean, my bartender had to leave. That she did mention that. Yeah. And I was like, "Well, how am I going to get beer?" <laughs> we'll get you beer. <laughs> no, so so that's fan. I really thought it was a, a fun experience, and I think we all, um, you know, just had something a little different happen to everybody. And I, so I was just seeing if anything different happened to you guys here at the OBI that was like maybe precipitated by the energy uh, of all the people here, or just like you're like, "Hey, I didn't know that." You know. You know, Mike, OBI is a very special place. It's it's tremendous history here. Uh, it's written up as the most haunted place in Wisconsin. I always tell people, I don't know whether it is or not, it's definitely one of them. Sure. You know? And tonight was just off the charts. I mean, we had we had at least, when, when Scotty said, would you raise your hand if you had something happen to you, we had at least 75%, 80% of the people raise their hand, which is just incredible. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool too. <laughs> All right, BC, people want to learn more about the OBI, where do they go? Uh, well, we got our Facebook page. And you can go to OBI Facebook or Old Baraboo Inn Facebook page. All right. And uh, look us up there. Otherwise, otherwise, stop in here, Old Baraboo Inn, Wisconsin, at Baraboo. All right. Thanks, BC. You bet, buddy. All right. Our next guest is Scotty Rorick. Yeah. Thanks for chatting with us today, Scotty. And what an event and what a great job you did leading um, so much of it. It was a wonderful night. It was um, the only reason it happened because there were so many people here that prepared the site for us. And uh, they had all the everything. Everything was set up beautifully. So I got to thank everybody at the Old Baraboo oh, and more definitely. than me. So um, it was probably one of the best sites I've ever um, been at. Uh, for being prepared. Oh, that's so, so cool. So everything here was great. And, that's and we had Justin, our tech guy. He was awesome, too. So it was amazing. So well, amazing night. It is amazing because uh, you were telling us that the metaphysical command center was moved. Yeah, twice before it came here. So and, the, and the other locations were? The Queen Mary and then New Orleans and then yeah. to the Orbearable Inn in Wisconsin. So. so how exciting that Wisconsin gets to be, you know. Yeah, it was a very it, exciting because it's only uh, less than a 40-minute drive for me from oh, home. Oh, that's right. You're so a Wisconsin can, native. Yeah, so I can sleep in bed in my bed tonight. So That's wonderful. And I got to watch the Badger game this morning, so I was oh my a gosh. happy man. So <laughs> That's great. Ghosts and Badgers, what yes. else? What more could we ask for? And the Packers already beat the Bears, so. <laughs> You, you this week, just we win all around. Perfect. <laughs> Absolutely. perfect week in Wisconsin. Getting back to the investigation and, and everything that we did tonight. So you're a psychic medium. Uh, sometimes. And you mentioned. No, all the time. <laughs> yes. And you also mentioned that you 
follow the spiritualist, like the traditional spiritualist movement, which is is really exciting to me. And what's exciting about it, did you know that the spiritualist movement, other than Lilydale, the second biggest spiritual thing is here in Wisconsin? Yes, the Morris Pratt Institute, which originated in Whitewater, but then now it's in Milwaukee. Correct. But Whitewater, um, Lake Geneva, and that area was the uh, the hub of the spiritualist movement in the early 20s. And Waniwan Campus, which is not too far oh, from us yeah. here, too, is also a spiritualist camp. That's right. Our, and one that's of our, still running. So One of our co-hosts, who unfortunately wasn't here tonight, but she's been there. Okay. And she's talked to mediums there and yep. whatnot. So you really led a lot of the event tonight and you had us begin with a meditation which i was wondering if you could just describe a little bit about that for the folks that weren't here yeah who they, haven't participated in this kind of thing what, what i do is is i came up with uh what we did tonight was a called a five minute meditation okay and i give that out i teach that at a lot of my students i teach that at events i go to um because everybody in the world tells me hey scotty i can't meditate and i said if you can't meditate then you can't talk to spirit because everybody needs to know their energy has to be able to be um, aligned. Your chakras have to be aligned. You have to be aligned. You have to know your energy. If you can't do that, you can't talk to spirit. Because if you don't know how your, your body feels, how do you know if a spirit comes up to you? Is that you feeling it or is that really a spirit? Absolutely, yeah. And that so, could be confusing. Correct. So especially tonight, there was a lot of people that here have never ghost hunted before. Yes. So I wanted them. We not only did it for... The um, teams that were here, because we had a separate meeting early, mm-hmm. and then we had a meeting after um, for with everybody that was here. Um, but meditation, it, it guides you into it. It gets you into a calmer state. Mm-hmm. It actually raises your vibration. And so spirit has an easier time to communicate. And, and it kind of worked this evening because nobody actually came out screaming or running or any type of that yeah. thing. Everybody had, had a wonderful night with experiences. Yes. But... None of it was overwhelming for anybody. That's perfect. That's and, and a that's good what, kind of experience. That's why meditation and, and what I teach in my five-minute meditation is we can't have that type of energy. And I tell ghost hunters that all the time because mm-hmm. if you go out to a site and you let the energy come into you, basically kind of getting possessed because mm. you're getting yeah. that energy on you, what good are you doing for the homeowner? What good are right. you doing for anyone right. if you're possessed and have to leave the site yeah. because you, you're not feeling well anymore? And that was something that I was kind of surprised by that I learned tonight because I have never done one of these you know, group kind of ghost hunt things. Okay. Was that you, at the beginning, you, you guys said, don't be afraid. You know, Don't Correct. have fear be uh, the kind of energy that you're expressing or sharing you know, because that... That just draws the negativity, and it's yeah, just and it also it also amps up a place where everybody then then feeds off of oh, it. Oh, totally. So if one person is feeling sad, then another person is going to feel that, and another yep. person is going to feel that, and all of a sudden everyone's like, oh, and it doesn't work that way because that doesn't help us really document what spirit is. And as a medium, I love to document because not only do I want my thoughts and, and what I put out there to be validated, but I want to hear it on audio too. I want to see yeah. the cameras and stuff. Yeah, that's um, cool. Because because then we could tell a truer story of the spirits that are in the locations if we have multiple things. But Definitely. another thing that we I always stress with groups that are using mediums, and if they're not using mediums, they need to. Yeah. Um, the reason is, if you're going to someone's house to do it and you set up your equipment all night and you get some EVPs, Who's really there? 
Yeah. And how can we point. really handle that? How can you yeah. really work with that spirit? How can you get them to move on? Or how can you... Or yeah. You really Negotiate don't have any... An, right. <laughs> if you don't know who it is. If right. you just hear a voice and it sounds growly, how do you know that person didn't have cancer in their throat? That's a good and point. And there was a grandma that had cancer and it was... Yeah. They're coming right for us. Yeah, you don't want to assume that Granny is some evil spirit or something Correct. when she's just and, there to like... Right, and I've had that a lot of times. Oh, I've had people wow. say... I, and I did one over Skype. It was kind of funny. The lady came, called me up and said, Scotty, can you do over Skype? Because she was like in Colorado or something. I said, sure, I can do a walk through your house and tell you yeah. spirits. And she goes, yeah, I really believe it's a demon and it needs to be out of my house. I said, okay, it needs to be out of your house and it's a demon. Great. So we walked <laughs> around the house and I said, okay, again, what do you want me to do with this demon? I said, mm. she goes, I want him out of the house. I can't have him standing by me anymore. I said, so you really want me to tell your dad to leave? <gasps> oh gosh! How did went, you react to that? And she said, "What?" I said, oh, "Yeah, it's your dad. He stands wow. by your desk and watch you." Oh my goodness! She starts bawling and crying because, "Yeah, well, I, did. I miss my dad." I said, oh. "Then why are you trying to call him a demon and why are you trying to push yeah. him away?" You need so it's people confusion, need, right? You have to understand what the spirit is, mm -hmm. and not all spirits can come through in the thing. So you have to find the intent of the spirit. You have to talk with the spirit. Mm -hmm. You really have to understand it. Otherwise, you're not doing really any good. And I like the fact of evaluating it from kind of a subjective, sub, a subjective manner. Easy for you to you say know? tonight. I think <laughs> I you've had a couple too oh. many spirits. <laughs> to be able to look at something like that and not just instantly run fleeing in terror. And Correct. tonight, actually, part of the thing that was hardest for me was whenever I did observe something, to not shout out and be like, hey, did you see? You know, because right. I was like, nope. Make a note of it, just like everybody said. Note the time and note what you observed. And right, then, you and know. because all you're doing is feeding. Exactly. All you're feeding somebody else to say something else. And we yeah. wanted it to be as honest and as impartial as, right, as impartial. possible. Yes. And, and if we go into all investigations like that, I think, I think we're going to be better. The, unfortunately, what people see is what they get on TV. Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, and I've got many, many friends that have been on TV, you know, I mean. But they're looking for drama and sensationalism, right? And, you know and, the and kind but, of thing. But that it's not necessarily them. I mean, yeah. I can name a couple that aren't my <laughs> friends that that just do it on purpose. But but like my buddies from Ghost Hunters International, mm -hmm. um, they never did. They never looked for it. But they couldn't. They couldn't force editing. Ah, uh, sure. So sometimes yeah. they made it seem way more than it was. I see. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So I mean, even John Zaffis and I talked about that too oh, on yeah. his show. He, he, he said, I, Scotty, I couldn't control editing. Mm -hmm. and, and he goes, I wanted to, and yeah, I was in there telling yeah. him to it. So some things always came across different. That's unfortunate. Yeah, it is unfortunate. But once again, when we look at those, yeah. we can't be looking at them as live investigations like we did tonight. Exactly. Which we broadcast live on Facebook and, yeah. and on stream and that type of stuff. Those you can do impartial because you're really seeing us in ghost right. on. Exactly. There, unfortunately, it's still ratings. It's still yeah. TV. <laughs> That's unfortunately. true. I mean, just yeah. like in radio, if nobody listened, then you wouldn't be on the air. Right. But tonight was really cool because everybody got to have their own unique experience. Right. And, and I, I think seven-eighths of the group tonight oh actually had the experience. Yeah. We had them raise their hands. That was really cool. And I liked it was the, amazing. the positive approach, the positive attitude. And you did an excellent job of, oh, of guiding that and getting everybody you know, uh, into the... And like you said, a wonderful atmosphere that we had here at the old baraboo inn so yeah, it, was, it was it was great so it was a really yeah, fun night well, and 
and I, I, we're glad to have it. And next year we'll be live again. And awesome. And hopefully we'll be live from here because yeah, I love and, this and place. Listeners, you can join us. So you know, right. mark your calendars now. <laughs> I don't exactly. know when it's going to be, but we'll, Same we'll let you know. National Ghost Hunting Day. Yeah, it's always once a year. Now it's actually a national holiday. That's great. I know. That's so fantastic. Um, Maria, who founded all this. She got it on the calendar in, in the United States as Wonderful. National Ghost Hunting Day. So. so we don't even have to tell them the date. It'll be on their calendar it's on already. National Ghost Hunting Day. Yep. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Scotty. Oh, thank Wonderful you. Wonderful meeting you, and hopefully we can talk to you again on the show. You can talk to me anytime. Fantastic. Thanks awesome. again. Thank you. Have a good night. You too. Okay. Francie, what brought you to the world's largest ghost hunt? It was posted on Facebook. I saw it. I've heard about it. I live in Baraboo. And my, I saw my friend Cora, my neighbor Cora's uh, name on it, and I said, "Let's go." All right. And so, are you somebody that's interested in ghosts before? Have you had any kind of paranormal experiences in your life? My whole life. Okay. As, lo- as far back as I can remember. So, is it mostly auditory, or do you see stuff, or? I have the whole spectrum. I see, I hear, I listen, I understand, feel. All right, and. Okay, so tonight, with all the energy in the room and everybody concentrating and, 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 you know, 80 people here trying to find ghosts, um, was there something different you experienced tonight or, you know, what, what happened to you tonight? The energy was insane. It was, you could feel it. Mm-hmm. It was just, it increased so much and it made a lot of different voices, different Spirits, emotions, just so many different. It was very a lot. It was very strong. Okay, and so anything in particular that happened that you were like, "Hey." Well, first off, there's a dog here, and he will not leave my side. He's this is a, we're talking about a ghost dog. A ghost dog. Okay. He um, he likes to lick my right ankle, and couple other things let's see the by the bathrooms I got my foot stomped on and that wasn't like okay so so the dog was with you most of the night you felt some yeah. kind of like a, a canine presence with you most of the night all right and then now I was there when you got your foot stomped yes and was that along with an EVP or I mean I'm, I'm trying to think about the exact moment but we were we were all standing like I was standing with my back on the woman's bathroom door as I, as I often am yeah <laughs> but oh, of no course. <laughs> we were standing there and uh, so let me set up the scene the the leader of the group uh, Art uh, was his name he had a digital recorder and he had it out um, and so then we were just talking to the ghost. And I asked questions like, what year is it? Or who's the president and stuff? And everybody was asking different questions. And was there any particular question when you felt something stop on your foot? Well, there was, someone asked who Whistler, what Whistler's real name was. And then they were talking about, I think it was a Steve. Okay. And that's when my foot got stomped. But it was really close together, so I don't know which was which. Okay. And so, um, so Whistler, Steve, but did you feel like anything? Was it just the feeling of it? You didn't feel like the presence? Like Oh, yeah. Okay. So you- I felt a lot of presence. Um, the chills, bumps. And my foot being stomped on. So, okay, so you feel that stuff. Your foot gets stomped on. And um, 
then you know we'll talk more about that EVP uh, later as well. And then we went upstairs, and you know, it seemed like you also had upstairs at the old Barebu Inn. You also had some kind of touch experience. So you were sitting on the floor, right? I was sitting on the floor between the two windows on the south side, and all of a sudden I got poked very hard in my crotch. Okay. All right, then. So now you were sitting on the floor, and didn't, didn't Art ask, like, hey, can you, like, grab her foot or something? That was after to see... Yeah, that was after. That was concerning when the dog was there. Okay, okay. And, but the thing is, so you, you were feeling that, and was there any specific question that was asked or anything when you felt the... Uh... Actually, it was pretty quiet then, and I was calm, and it just happened. I was totally relaxed, and then he touched me. All right. And then we, then we, I think we even said into the, you know, the EVP or whatever, we were, we were like, hey, you know, maybe don't, you know, don't be just grabbing women like yeah. that. Andrea had, the psychic medium had said something about, because he was, that I think it was whoever was talking was, uh, had swore. And she said, you know, be nice. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that as well, because he swore yeah. at me. And it was... Right after that, there was a little bit of a lull, and then that's when I got poked. Okay. What did you feel about the different spirits? Did you feel anything uh, that you hadn't felt before, or did you feel like sadness or malevolence, or uh, you know, what what did you feel about the emotions of the of the spirits in the OBI? A lot of uh, sadness, especially upstairs. The children a little boy I couldn't stop myself from crying I um, the a woman getting strangled I kept feeling choked oh man it yeah I could feel everyone's emotions okay so you I mean how about happiness was there any kind of oh yeah I was there's someone here that I think her name is Glory, and she is a prankster, and she tells dirty jokes. She's a loud Irish woman. Okay. And she's had me, I don't know if you saw me, but I was smiling a lot. Okay. Well, that's awesome. Um, is there anything in particular that you'd seen tonight? Because now you've, you've only been here before a long time ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I've never been here for... This. A ghost hunt. Yeah. Anything in particular that sticks out in your mind tonight where you're like, well, that's something I haven't felt before. Yes. Or? We were sitting in the back room, and I just got a horrible nausea. Capital letters, nausea. And I could see a woman gave birth, and someone stabbed the baby in the heart with a knife. And I got, went out in the back and I had to throw up. I couldn't stop crying. What? Oh, yeah. That's, well, that's, that's pretty messed up. Yeah, I'm sorry. I've never experienced that before. That was very strong. Huh. 
Well, let, let's hope you never have to experience that again. Ex thank you. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, that, that's something else. Francie, thank you very much for your time. You're welcome. Thanks. Oh. All right. Now, Cora, what attracted you to come to the Old Baraboo Inn for the world's largest ghost hunt? Well, I've always been interested in this place, and I'm curious. You know, I've always felt like there was something I could feel or sense, and I guess I'm just trying to open myself up to it and okay. not be so afraid. Now, you're from, are you from Baraboo? Yes. All right. And so had you heard stories that this place was haunted? Yes. Okay, so you... Oh, there's a lot of places around here haunted. <laughs> For sure. No, I've been on the ghost tour. I've been, you know, it starts at the Al Wrangley Mansion and stuff. Uh -huh. um, but, so that's great. So you'd always heard stories about the place. And when you came here tonight, what were your expectations? I was not sure what to expect. So, right. So you just, you know, you, were, you I, came I, in open-minded. Pretty much what I expected is for my, for myself to expand and be able to do more or learn about myself more okay I just something just calls me here and i just have to be here i just like to be here okay that and you said and you said you've been here for your 21st birthday too so this yes. is a, the, <laughs> now do you remember any spirits of that night or do you remember anything from that night no i barely okay. remember being here but that's okay um i was here oh about a week ago and i was sitting at a table in this area where we're standing mm -hmm. and i it felt like someone went like that oh so you felt so you felt somebody touch your hair yeah it almost like it touched my hair and kind of drew it back today when i was sitting down i felt mm -hmm. a sharp pain in my right like front of my shoulder blade okay. and i almost felt like it was a gunshot like that's the first thing that popped in my head was that you that you were shot in your right arm yeah, or your right like shoulder blade when I, and I learned I need to meditate more. See, I learned something today. Okay. <laughs> because when I did come here, I could feel all that energy, and I didn't know what to do with it, so I could just feel my heart racing. But that moment that I sat and meditated, it helped me, like, to center myself and actually to kind of open up more. Okay. So, so did, I've, I've always seen things, too, out of the corner of my eye. Did you see anything tonight in particular? <sighs> no, I didn't see anything. It was more feeling like when they would ask questions i would already have the answer in my head i wrote all that down so this is a okay. test for me to see what i actually know now was there anything when they asked a the question was the answer anything that stood out to you like oh that was eerie yes i can't remember exactly the question i have it on my notes which i don't have That's but okay when we were in that first room someone asked a question and i had the answer in my head and then the machine had said what I was thinking, so I almost felt like I heard it before it was even said. Okay, so that so makes me curious. Like so, you right? So you felt like the the the, the spirit might have been talking to you as well as. I feel as though they probably do, and that's why I've been drawn here. I'm pretty much opening myself and seeing what I am capable of. I guess. All right, very cool. Any anything else tonight that you saw, or anything uh, a little unusual? The room upstairs in the right room, mm -hmm. that very back one with the loft was very sad. I, my heart was heavy and I felt very sad in that room. Okay. You know, and I, I could think of a little boy and I thought it was weird because later on someone had mentioned it and I'm like, oh, you know, so my thoughts were no, right. That's interesting because I feel uh, um, that a couple different people mentioned a little boy in that room. Yeah. And, and I so did leave my flowers upstairs, so I hope the ladies like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You brought so you brought the flowers for the mm -hmm. spirit, and 
What we tried to do is we you put it by a, a, a REM pod, and the, the idea of a REM pod is that um, it picks up different electro, you know, EMF stuff. So anyway, uh, and you you put the flowers by the REM pod, so maybe the ghost would come too near the REM pod to grab the flowers, and then set it off. Yes. And so that was your offering to them. <laughs> Which I've brought in things before um, in that back room where those crystals and those toys are mm-hmm. by the billboard. I had brought those a couple years ago on my birthday when they had a Valentine's event because my birthday's on the 13th. I see. And I think the kids really like it. I had okay. brought in flowers for the women and put up above a mirror in the back room. And there's also a feather in a cowboy hat above the deer. That I brought too, kind of just like a respect you, respect me type of thing. So sure. I feel mutual here. I don't feel bad. Right? No, you you feel like you're just trying to connect with the other side. Yeah, I think so. And now I'm starting to understand these feelings more. So I'm excited to learn more. This awesome. was kind of like the cracking open my shell type of dealio. So this was the icebreaker. I'm glad I came. <laughs> awesome, Cor. Well, thank you very much. So we had a great time meeting everyone, talking to everyone, and we want to thank the Old Baraboo Inn in Baraboo, Wisconsin. Shelly and BC and everyone there was just great to us. So thanks for having us up there. It was quite an adventure, wouldn't you say, Mike? Yes. Well, like we said, after we were done with the world's largest ghost hunt, Wendy and I have played some songs, and we thought we'd finish with this particular track, which is a American folk classic uh, that's also about a train uh, in Texas and going to prison and hard living and everything that comes along with us. So here's a little live version of our version of Midnight Special. Well, you wake up in the morning Hear the what bell ring And you go to the table
for listening to today's episode. You can find us online at othersidepodcast.com. Until next time, see you on the other side. Oh man, last week was so much fun. That Patreon hangout. I had a great time. And also we had new Patreons join us uh, that hadn't been on the hangout before. Yes. So it's always a pleasure. That was Thanks great. Thanks for visiting, Chuck. Yes. And that brings to mind a special Patreon community member that we want to give a big shout out to. Dr. Ned, it's Ned. always good to uh, to thank you for the support you give because you're at the level where we give you a shout out every single week on the See You on the Other Side podcast. But we do love all uh, of our patrons. Yes, we do very much. And you can become one of them by visiting our page, othersidepodcast.com slash donate. And we hope to see you there. It's true, make a better day, just you, me.